Guys, it has been a hot and sticky week and it's been quite unbearable and I've had dysentery and yet still the thing that has enraged me the most is that fucking Dead Space remake. <laughs> Why? Why are we remaking the first game? It looks like the same game. The exact same game. The aesthetic, the design, the beats, cut off their limbs. It's like a one-to-one remake. Can we not just have Dead Space 4? Is that but too Dead- much to ask? But Dead Space 4 requires a team full of people to make it happen. A remaster is much cheaper. That is true. And also, uh, EA fucked over the original uh, games company, Visceral Games. They closed in, I think, maybe 2016 or something like that. And the original proprietary engine they used for Dead Space is not being used. It all just feels very icky. And I'm very sad. I wanted Dead Space 4 for so long. And instead we're just getting... The game that I could put into my PS3 right now that still plays fantastic. The original and Dead the Space. the graphics still hold up. It's not like it's a PS2 game. It's a PS3 no, game. It's true. The entire experience still holds up. And the entire experience for 2 holds up. I mean, 3 was always a, a bit of a muddle. But, um, yeah, those games those games are still fantastic. I'm very sad. Very, very sad. So is we'll it going to be a... silence. <laughs> I think we need to. Is it going to be a... So is it going to be a reboot or like a remaster? Do you know? Is it like a full um, reboot? It's a it's a reboot from what I've, I've, I've from what I understand. It's like a full like you know fresh continuity. This is the Batman Begins of I Dead see. Space. But obviously we're just going from we're just remaking the first game. I think it'll be pretty much beat for beat. The right. only thing I think they're going to change, which might be interesting, is obviously in the first game uh, Isaac Clark, the main character, doesn't speak. He speaks in the second game. I see. Um, but that's not a reason to remake a game. Mm. Like just give me new stories of Isaac Clark. Like he he has such a cool progression from game to game. He has he has that Ripley progression of like he's just he's just a normal person. He's an engineer in the first game, and then he becomes an action hero in the second. Um, I want to see this expert necromorph unitology hunter. What's he up to now? Because he, he didn't die at the end of the third one. Anyway, I know I'm I know I'm I'm a sad <laughs> sad sad man preaching to two people that don't even play these games, but it makes me it's fine. Oh, I understand, man. I had Metal Gear we Solid understand. Survival. You know <laughs> what was that all about? Yeah, <laughs> we all go through those painful times with we game do. franchises we love. Yeah. Um, but yeah, let me know in the comments how you feel about this Dead Space remake. This is the Full Fat Podcast. I'm joined by Chai Lily and Terry Merkin, and we're Loki-less this week. So I think we're just going to talk about we're the things we've seen. Um, I've actually really start been sad. With Space Jam. Sorry. You've really been sad. So sorry. Sorry. We'll go. Sorry. We'll go Sad Jam first, then Space Jam. Sad Jam. <laughs> Uh, sorry, it's telling me my internet's <laughs> unstable, so there's lag everywhere. I'm so sorry for Terry's interrupting. Terry's frozen yes. completely for me. Oh no, <laughs> I am talking. <laughs> Please hear me. Oh, were you? <laughs> oh no. See, like, I got, um, for views at home, I think the next uh, podcast we do is going to be over Discords because I think that'll run much much smoother, right? Well, actually, yes. should we ask the, 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 the fans like if they know any sort of platforms that would be best to record video footage? of us like this yeah because uh, there's probably other ones that we don't even know about um that are really good so i'll be curious if people can comment what they think's better cool i think we're gonna have to do a little jump cut here yeah um because because i don't think the audience is gonna want to hear that ramble oh, we'll speed it up we'll speed it up, speed it up. <laughs> 
Um, yeah, no, I just, I feel a little bit lost with that Loki this week. I was actually really enjoying it and I haven't felt like that about the, about like Falcon and Winter Soldier. I was like, okay, I'm ready for this to end. Mm. But yeah, I just, maybe it's because it didn't like end, if that makes sense. It ended on a cliffhanger. Yeah. So I didn't You kind of want to see what happens next, don't you? Yeah. Yeah, I, I must admit, I, I could have done with more episodes of Loki, but seeing the rest of the schedule, we've got No Way Home, oh, Hawkeye, Miss Marvel, Eternal, Shang-Chi, What If, and I think that's everything. <laughs> that's a lot. I can't Yeah, before it. the end of the year. I didn't know it was getting more Before shows. the end of the year? Yeah. That's all, what I just listed is all before the end of the year, between cinema and Disney+. Plus. I don't yeah. think I've got it in me. It's too much, man. Didn't we go for like yeah. three a year? What happened? Um, it was two a year most of the time up until 2017, and then we got three a year until obviously 2020 happened. Yeah. So I think the goal was to keep making three a year, possibly eventually four a year. Um, but this year we've ended up accidentally with three a year because the original schedule was Black Widow and Eternals, wasn't it, in 2020? Um, yes. And then I think there was meant to be three this year. Um, but obviously now those three have now become different slots. Yeah. Um, but anyway, yeah, yeah. It's just it's oh, it's it's a lot, oh. isn't it? Because mm. even if it's all good, I just feel like it's kind of like I think there's things I liked about all three Disney Plus shows, but because they're stacked one after the other, like the cultural impact of them yeah. is just yeah, very fleeting. And and they also devalue themselves because we're expecting top tier every time now. So like yeah. whereas. If Scar- if um, I keep calling Black Widow Scarlet Witch, I've done it like four times today. <laughs> um, if Black Widow had come out like a few years ago, we'd have accepted it as a, as an all right movie. Do you know what I mean? But mm. the, but now that it's now, it's after Endgame. It's after all this top tier stuff that's coming out. It just devalues everything, and mm. we just want bigger and better each time. Yeah, it definitely felt like a ride I've been on before. Definitely. <laughs> um. <laughs> but yeah, the, uh, Euros, Matt. <laughs> You've been on this ride before. Uh, would you guys like to talk a little bit about Space Jam? Yes, I'd like to hear about it. I'm a bit sad for this week's podcast. You guys didn't get around to seeing it. That's not me judging you. I know, obviously, you guys have been busy and stuff. It's just, it's just unfortunate, isn't it? We have lives, um, Matthew. We don't live for the full fat podcast. Well, I believe that Charlie has a life. Uh, you, um, <laughs> I'm not so sure. I'm not so sure. <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. My, you're my simp. <laughs> Aww. Everybody knows it's the other way around. <laughs> we can't just switch it up one week and expect everyone yes, my to queen. believe you. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but, but yeah, Space Jam, A New Legacy. I don't know if there's a two in there. There might be. It might just be Space Jam, A New Legacy. Well, Who what knows? What I'm curious about, Matt, before you jump in, mm. is I just, like, I, I can't remember. Have you seen the first one? No, I haven't. You haven't no. seen the first one, have you? Um, which no. is interesting because I've, I've seen the first one a few times. Mm-hmm. And we did a podcast on it on your threat from Zorfa, which you could check out. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. And you and I'm intrigued by this because obviously you've seen the second one. I've seen the first one. I'm curious to see how the interlap. First of all, I know the runtime is way longer than the first one, which kind of yeah doesn't seem right. And it feels long. <laughs> okay, right. Well, really? let me hear. Let me hear it, Matt. Let me hear it. Yeah, I think just just on that quick note on the first one, that was always a movie I was never really that interested in as a kid. Um, but now I find it quite intriguing, even though it does seem like this franchise has always been a sales pitch. Oh, of course. Uh, it's always been very corporate. Definitely. But it does seem like there's there's a fun 
irony to it in the first one. And also, it sounds like it zips by so mercifully quickly yeah. that how can you hate it? And it's got Michael Jordan in it. Yeah. Whereas this one, um, so long, LeBron James, I'm sorry, like, you know what I mean? Incredible athlete, not an actor, doesn't have the same charisma as, 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 as Michael Jordan. Yeah, um, that. yeah, no, that's the first like sign of doom. And then terrible, terrible plot with him and his son, uh, where his son, uh, without spoiling too much, he's like, you know in movies when like the kids, to, to show that they're so competent, they do this like, wildly incredible thing by themselves in like their bedroom and the parents are like whoa you did this yourself like he's designing his own game and he's gonna like go to ea and like at like at like um e3 and and like he's gonna do like some dev thing and he's like 10 or whatever um so like he's like this like this like incredible mind creating these like incredible games and uh don cheadle plays algae rhythm and <laughs> Warner Brothers are bizarrely kind of riffing on that real news story. Do you remember back back in the day it was like um, Warner Brothers are going to try and create an algorithm to sort of like get people to to sort of calculate what movies oh, people yeah. want to watch. Yeah, they basically kind of take the mick out of that, and they also kind of take the mick out of the producers a little bit, but basically not enough for it to feel uh, like ironic. It, yeah, this whole film feels like a two-hour. Um, love fest to Warner Brothers IP and it is scary the arrogance that Warner Brothers have in this movie they're swinging dick but they're also like I saw um, I think it was Matt Patches uh, said it's kind of sad that like all the franchises they reference in this movie are like 20 years old showing like how you know stale Warner Brothers sort of like zeitgeisty moment is uh, you know aside from the DC heroes and Mad Max Fury Road um, like it all feels like, oh, you know, this was Space Jam Two that came out in two thousand and three after the nineties, uh, and, and, and adding insult to injury, right? They go to like Matrix World, like Austin Powers World, but they just jump into the scenes from the movie, like it's the exact same scenes. So like, how can I put this? Like it's like a worse version of Ready Player One because even in Ready Player One. They go to The Shining, don't they? Yeah. And like, it's but it's it's new scenes. Like yes. you're you're just exploring the levels. Yeah. Whereas this, like, they just go, they just drop into the scene. They're like rotoscoped in, and then like they leave the scene. And Weird. That was the most disappointing thing for me because like, you go to Austin Powers' world, right? And like, Terry, not so much, but Chazza. I know you, I know you love it, Austin Powers. My boy. Wouldn't it have been the baller move, right? Bugs Bunny and LeBron, they land in this this world and they're like whoa this is like something about this place is really like groovy <laughs> and then mr mike myers comes in after like a almost two decade long absence as austin powers and he pops up for 20 minutes as austin powers and they go on a fun adventure and then you know obviously when they go to matrix world i don't think they should meet any of the big names because that's coming back but you easily could have cast like a couple of the agents or Jada Pinkett Smith or yeah. do you know what I mean? Like, like you could have had some fun with it. Um, yeah, baby. It, 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 <laughs> it feels corporate because they just cut to the scenes to get a rise out of you. There's no like, how can we do Matrix basketball? How can we do Austin Powers basketball? Do you know what I mean? It's that um, terrible sort of um, common thing that we keep seeing recently of like, there's a reference to this thing that doesn't bear any reference to the plot, the movie. It's just mm. like, like, and everything's becoming like that. And this looks like that, the movie from just the yeah. trailer. Like Austin Powers crashes in as if you're watching like, 
you know, a full fat video that you, you know I mean? like an internet video, yeah, um, not like a movie with scenes. Uh, and also, like, it's just a disappointing movie, top to bottom. There's scenes, for example, where uh, LeBron's trying to create his his basketball team, and he's literally reeling off people like Superman. I want Trinity. I want King Kong. And Bugs Bunny is just going, "Yeah, we're not gonna be able to get him." <laughs> it's like, why tease us? What? Yeah, yeah. Why? Why even even give that as an option? Why would you show it to me if I can't have it? <laughs> 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 um, I'm really sorry to interrupt, but you look like with those glasses on, you look like the um, scientist from Clone Wars uh, from that episode that we watched. Doctor Vindy. Yeah, you look like <laughs> Doctor Vindy with those glasses on. <laughs> well, I reckon if Doctor Vindy was watching Space Jam, he'd be like, no, 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 no. <laughs> <laughs> um, I don't want to go into too much detail because I know Charlie's still dying to see it. Um, but <laughs> the only other thing I will say is uh, Don Cheadle's having a blast. And he's the most fun in it, and he's well worth watching. And um, the other thing is the basketball game is dreadful. It goes on for way too long. There's there's no rules, but not in like a a fun way. It's like one character will just score a thousand points because they've done something stylish, and then another character will score a thousand points, and then like another character will come onto the pitch that can control time itself uh, on the bad guy's side and then the way they like defeat them is not through any sort of clever workarounds they just do something stupid equally stupid oh, do you know what I mean so so by the end you're just watching this mind numbing back and forth and and also you know to, to people that say you know it's a kids movie it's it's meant to be dumb it's like no there's so many good kids movies that both kids yeah. and adults can enjoy yeah. um, and it's not that's not necessarily say that like all kids movies need to be enjoyed by adults but I do think you know like kids aren't as stupid as you make out definitely like, and and you know I can't I can't imagine enjoying this as a kid it's, it's nonsense have you you haven't seen the long. first one have you i can't wait for you to see the first one now after that i'm actually dying to see the first one i'd love to okay. see the first well, one that's what we'll do a watch we've got to do that because uh, yeah. what i'm intrigued by is that the problem i have with the first one's basketball game is that it's too quick <laughs> there's no tension in it it's just it flies by they just whereas uh this sounds like it has almost the opposite where it's too long but there's still no tension in it. Yeah, that's really intriguing. So is the basketball game fun? Yeah, it's, it sounds more yeah. fun. There's a lot of like references for references sake in that one as well. Okay. Um, there's like a Pulp Fiction reference in it. Um, but there's also like a... It, it's weird because you build up the whole movie to this game and then the game kind of finishes really quickly, I find. Um, the, although it is kind of fun and like there, there isn't any rules like you said before in terms of that, but... Like no one's getting a thousand points, as far as I remember. I'm pretty sure it's just yeah. like, I feel like just, it's just like you can just barge and elbow people, and like the ref doesn't really care, or, or like one of them pulls out a gun, like a you know, Looney Tunes type gun. Looney Tunes things, and, yeah, 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 Looney Tunes yeah, things. So like yeah. that's okay. I don't mind that because um, you can still and have them like, play by a certain rule set. And I felt like the first ones less about the basketball game and more about the friends they made along the way, sort of thing. <laughs> yeah, no, so. yeah. Yeah, I really like the trope of like an athlete is called up to save the galaxy, like yeah, Flash Gordon. I love um, that. So I, I think it's a great idea, and I, and I love the idea of actually sequelizing it. I like the idea of like the next Michael B. Jordan. It's just like you can't always Michael B. Jordan. Oh, sorry. Yeah. <laughs> well, we said this. We said, didn't we? They should have done Michael B. Jordan. Yeah. And that they've like, oh, we got the wrong Michael Jordan, and now yeah. Michael B. Jordan's the lead. That would have been great. Yeah. I think. Because I think once you realise that 
you can't get another Michael Jordan. Yeah. You need to think, oh, how can we do this differently? Because I don't think, you know, again, LeBron James, like, all, all of the dialogue's painful with him. Um, but if you'd have got a Michael B. Jordan, he's obviously, like, more of an actor. Yeah. Maybe, maybe, maybe he, you know, obviously the basketball is not as legit, but it's a movie. And also all the basketball in the movie that LeBron James does is cartoony anyway. So it <laughs> yeah, kind of defeats exactly. the point. Yeah. Um, yeah, so, like, I, 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 I would... I, uh, I don't know if I'd see a third one on principle because this one was so bad, but I would love to see a good version of a Space Jam movie. Yeah, definitely. I'm very excited to watch it with you. (laughs) Yeah, I'll be up for it. I'll be up for it. Uh, Anything recent you guys have seen or or you want to crack on with the podcast this week? Speaking of kids' movies that uh, adults enjoy, um, Matthew and I watched... The B movie. DreamWorks B movie. Finally finished it. Fantastic. Uh, Matt, would you like to speak about it? Because it was your first time. Uh, your B movie uh, virginity. Yeah, you you went gentle. <laughs> um, I I fucking loved it. I think it's a hilarious movie. It is. Isn't um, it? I think it's so clever. Some of the jokes are. Some of the jokes are really quite morbid, and um, I think there's a lot in it um, for you to enjoy. Like, I imagine, like, you've watched it as a kid, now you've watched it as an adult. Do you know what I mean? Like, yeah. Chris Rock coming in, like, well, I'm already a bloodsucking parasite. I just got the briefcase. <laughs> like, stuff like that. Yeah. Um, oh, no, no. What killed me was uh, two, two things. When he finally goes to speak as a bee in the courtroom, and he starts going, Bzzz. no, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that was great. It's such a great moment because you genuinely go for a split second. Oh, is this is the movie going to go that she can? She's the only one that can hear him because it plays on the fact that in a regular movie maybe you wouldn't anticipate that, but because it's a kids' movie, you're expecting it to be more wholesome. So maybe it would be that only she can hear him. Yeah. But it's not like that, so it plays on that. And it's like, oh, that actually knocked me through a loop. I wasn't expecting him to prank great them. Uh, I think the. Sorry, you, you were going on your second thing. Oh, I was enjoyed. just going to say, the other thing I enjoyed was the end, um, where after the boyfriend's been cucked by a bee, um, and he's looking at the bee, the, the ending, the happy ending for the bee and, and, and the lady, and he's just like, he's living my life, this is a nightmare. <laughs> <laughs> it's such a strange movie, I love it. I it think, is a nightmare. Yeah, the- the joy in it is like the twists and the turns because you just don't you don't see it going the way that it does, and I feel like even when you're rewatching it, you're always like, oh yeah, it goes this way. How how bizarre. Yeah. You know. It which... it, it it turns into like three different movies. Yeah. It becomes like a yeah. a courtroom drama. <laughs> <laughs> don't they reference Goodfellas in that bit as well? Oh no, yeah, because um yeah. Ray Liotta turns up as himself. Yeah, that's he's it. Been, yeah. He's been making his own honey. Oh yeah, no, that killed me. <laughs> no, th- there was proper laugh out loud moments in it. Mm. I thought it was really good. I see why it's got that kind of like cult, cult following. Yeah, definitely. Absolutely. Definitely. Is, is there any jokes you remember, Terry, from from watching it your second time? Or is it your second time? Have you watched it many times? Uh, I yeah, I've watched it quite a few times. And <laughs> I used to work at Shrek's Adventure in London, where there was a giant Barry B. Um, I don't know if I've t- I don't know if I've told the giant Barry B story on the podcast before. I feel like I have. I tell it again. Tell it again. Yeah, mine as well. So yeah. uh, I used to operate the lifts, like entering and exiting, and I had like CCTV of like the surrounding areas, so I could see when people are coming. And I look up to like the photo area where they're selling the pictures from the tour, and there's like paper bags everywhere and like booklets everywhere. 
and this giant person like a Barry B costume on the acts of the Barry B costume comes out and I'm watching it on CCTV and they just start like throwing paper bags and booklets everywhere and like they're quite like they're like huge like this massive bee you've got all these staff members like trying to reach up and stop <laughs> him just causing chaos and it was just the most bizarre thing to ever watch because I'm just sat watching a giant <laughs> Barry B on CCTV I feel like mess. that's quite in character though from being yeah. a little bit of a, a cheeky cunt <laughs> It was so funny because it was like he was actually like a criminal. Like they were actually really trying to stop him, and he was just running rings around them. It was the most (laughs) surreal but funny thing I've ever seen. Amazing! That's hilarious. I love that he was dressed as a giant bee. That's so funny. Well, it it wasn't a random guy. It was the actor who plays Cat Barry B. Fantastic! (laughs) For some some reason, I thought just some random dude just went in with a bee costume. I was like, the man's a genius. <laughs> no, it was like the official DreamWorks Barry B costume. He's besmirching the good name surreal. of B movie. <laughs> Some uh. guy dressed as a bee. <laughs> uh, speaking of Shrek's adventure, I don't know why mm. we've watched so many animated movies this week. Yeah, um, we we're also on watched... DreamWorks hype. Yeah, well, you are, and I go along with it. We watched uh, <laughs> Sh- Shrek 2, didn't we? Shrek 2. Happily ever after portion. Give me that bum. <laughs> We did. Amazing. I just, I don't know what it was. I just really wanted to see it. I really wanted to see the fairy godmother and stuff. Um, mm. And I just said to Matt, like, Shrek 2. And he was like, yeah. So. Yeah, Shrek 2 is one of those films that I loved as a kid. Um, and it's still fresh in my memory. But when I actually came down to watch it with you, I was like, I can't actually remember the last time I sat down and watched this uh, start to finish. Whereas Shrek 1, through happenstance, I feel like has come up a couple of times in the last couple of years. I've, I've, it's quite fresh. I've seen it recently. We um, watched but, it recently, didn't we? Shrek One. Was that for you doing it for your podcast? Yeah, something like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. So like reasons not pertaining to me, but I've just sort of ended up watching it. Mm. Um, but actually sitting down to watch Shrek Two, it's it's so slick. That whole dinner table scene, oh, the singers, so it's amazing. Yeah. It's amazing. And and it's- the characters are so lovable, and the constant like blend of different like fairy tale worlds like both for humor and just to create the world it, it's it's such fun yeah. it's so clever i love that like the it's all done up like disneyland as well like it's such a piss yeah take, isn't it? like, it's all done like a theme park that you go into it's so clever yeah, yeah. And, like the way they play with uh these old sort of fairy tale stories i just think mm. it's brilliant it's funny because I, I actually watched this like a couple of months back and rewatched it again and i had the same oh, really? thing matt where i I'd had it in my head loads of like from when I was a kid watching it a lot but then when I was sat down to watch it I just I did obviously now knowing what I know I didn't realise how genius some of it is and like how well written mm. some of the scenes are and how great how amazingly paced it is as well it is fantastically paced yeah, yeah. Um, it's yeah, really absolutely. really tight script really funny mm. um, and, and also everyone's great in it like Mike Myers uh, he's basically he's getting, doing a bit of Austin Powers at times yeah <laughs> The, the only thing I, I can't separate Cameron Diaz from Princess Fiona. All That's I hear funny. is Cameron Diaz, and I'm like, her voice kind of like Diaz. I do like Cameron Diaz. I just don't like her Fiona voice. It's all I can think of. I can't mm. suspend my disbelief from it for some reason. That's interesting. That's really interesting that you thought that. Because I, when I, I never knew it was Cameron Diaz until I was a bit older. Really? Yeah, like, uh, well, until, like, I like, knew actors more. But, like, do you know what I mean? I didn't know it was, oh, yeah, it's the yeah. girl from The Mask and from The Sweetest Thing and stuff like that. Uh, uh, 
Yeah, so it's interesting you say that because even now when I was watching it, I kind of I keep I actually kept forgetting it was Cameron Diaz. So it's interesting that you really? like uh, kept noticing it. Yeah, mm. like I, like as much as it's recognisably Eddie Murphy as well, like I kind of forget. I think it's just because the characters are so good and they're so one time of those voices. But do you know I, I mean? do with uh, with uh, Donkey. I I never think of Eddie Murphy. It's just just Fiona. Okay, interesting. interesting. You've just got a Cameron Diaz hate boner. <laughs> no. Uh, She's the great. Thing I, the thing I thought was really like kind of sweet about it, even though it's kind of kind of dates it, is how much of a time capsule it is for like, the early two thousands. Like you've yeah. got like references to Lord of the Rings, yeah. and then there's the upside down Spider Man kiss, yeah. and the um, soundtrack, the soundtrack, like, yeah, Smash Mouth, yeah. Um, Funky Town, yeah, yeah, so good, such yeah. a brilliant soundtrack. It's weird how it's so like ingrained in our culture though like how those movies have made made such a big cultural impact yeah like is funky, when we is, is funky town a funky town is not 90s 2000s is it is it no i think it's older but it's, it's older. in the yeah. it's in the the the, the, mo- second the movie, movie. Yeah. yeah when they arrive in far far away in the yeah. the, the onion carriage yep thing. <laughs> i i also love um the fairy godmother and prince charming Oh, they're great characters, aren't they? They're yeah. great villains. It's perfect. It's perfect that the fairy godmother is like the godfather, almost. Like, I think that's such a clever way to do that. And then, like, Prince Charming. It, it's, it's great because it's like what what they did in Game of Thrones with Jamie Lannister. is like, he's Prince Charming, isn't he? But he's the bad guy. Like, yeah, that obviously yeah. Shrek did it kind of first. I mean, obviously, excluding the book or whatever. But <laughs> it's, it's, uh, it's just funny that... You know he's the he's the perfect you know he's the yeah. Prince Charming but he's like a dick and he's got an ego and he can't take it. This big ogre has got the woman <laughs> that he, he he's he's been destined to have. I just think that's great. She's on her honeymoon. What? <laughs> <laughs> With whom? <laughs> that's it. That's it. Oh yeah, and he's got great hair. Yeah, um, beautiful luscious. hair. Also, I bet we... he uses lovely conditioner. We can't talk about Shrek 2 without talking about Bonnie Tyler's I Need a Hero. That's a fantastic oh, musical yes. sequence. So I was going to bring that up. It always so gets good. me fucking hyper for that song. Oh, yes. like, and then when you've got like Definitely. the giant um, gingerbread man coming through to the song. Yeah, yeah. So good. So good. Um, um, he sacrificed himself with the foam, milk foam. Oh, yeah, yeah. I love oh, yeah, that. It's not actually... It's not like him getting bigger, is it? It's like a um, second... Yeah. Man, isn't it? Yeah. Like I love that they dip him in milk to like talk to him. <laughs> so funny. Oh <laughs> yeah. I, I actually haven't watched uh, Shrek three or four. Ever. No. Nope. Um. Oh, there are some in- interesting things. There's one where he makes a deal with Rumpelstiltskin that that's he, four, but, isn't it? That's four. Yeah, yeah. That like his that this life never happened. Um. And. Yeah. Yeah, like all his life gets erased and stuff like that, which is interesting. I think four's better than three, as far as I remember. But it's a yeah. long time ago since I've watched them. Yeah, I heard three's the really bad one. Um, yeah. I tell a lie. I've seen the opening of four because it was on at Christmas. Because when you said that Rumble Silkskin thing, it reminded me. Um, yes. And I think it's an interesting route to take. Like he gets chucked into an alternate reality, but it's also kind of weird that like the supposed final chapter, he's with like a load of other versions of the characters. Yeah. Like it's a bit lonely. It's a bit of a lonely movie, isn't it? Like he's kind of like the fish out of water. Yeah, yeah that's um, weird. 
But yeah, I'd love a Shrek 5. I think they're going to do it eventually. Oh, I've heard rumours, uh, but then there's always rumours of Shrek 5. I mean, Shrek's Adventure London is set after number four, because everybody wants that. I hate <laughs> it when theme parks and things do that. Yeah. Like, like I said on a Star Wars video, why doesn't Mustafa look the same as it does in episode three and episode nine? That's bullshit. And a lot of people were like, well, actually, in this Vader Immortal VR thing, like, or whatever, they explain that they, like, terraformed Mustafar and I'm like okay like fair enough there's a canon reason for it but did you really want to see a forest with red bits of paper or did you want to see Mustafar because I know which one I wanted to see I wanted to see Mustafar <laughs> yeah it's true you know? like it's true. don't use canon to excuse like the better movie you could have had yeah I would say there's no, only one exception Mr Whittle what and that's a certain James Cameron's Terminator ride Oh, well, that's different. That's yeah. different. Yeah. Terminator, what's it called? Like, Journey Through Time or something, isn't something it? Something like that, yeah. Battle Through Time. Um, yeah, but the only reason that's different is because it's new scenes filmed with uh, the Terminator and, and John Connor, and also they're doing things that they never did in the film in a million years, like yeah. the Terminator driving through the future... Um, war with John Connor on his back. I mean, it makes no sense, but <laughs> it's so awesome. Yeah, just like just so the fact awesome. that James Cameron made that and built that whole set and blah, blah, yeah. I mean, yeah. The only person that could make me believe in a true sequel as a theme park is, <laughs> is James, is, is James Cameron. C. Yeah, <laughs> JJ Abrams is the guy that wishes he could. Yes, 100%. yeah. <laughs> um, is there anything else you guys want to discuss? Because I think we're. We're in the last five minutes of our Zoom call, aren't we? Right. That's enough time for me to talk about this little movie I've been dying to tell you guys about. Oh, okay. Yeah, 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 yeah. I'm ready. 1977's <laughs> Rolling Thunder. Comes a new and shattering film about a man poised on the brink of violence. Rolling Thunder. Right. It's about a Vietnam veteran who comes back after being captured by the Japanese for four years. Uh, no, Japanese, sorry. The uh, Vietnamese. But for four years in a prisoner camp and he um, comes back to find that his wife has been cheating on him with one of his friends and wants to marry um, him um, and also has a son that he's never met before and he's like five now um, that there's his son yes this to is her son. yeah with her yeah so she That's simultaneously has presented him with a child yes and She's also like, oh, I don't love you. Yes. That's a great setup. Yeah, and you watched this this week. It gets better, mate. It gets better. This, 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 I'm not even done with the setup. Right. Yeah. So he gets given like two grand um, for his service. Like he's like a bit of a local hero. Like they do like a whole mm. like parade for him and stuff. Um, by the way, his friend who he's come back with is Tommy Lee Jones, who's like okay. a silent type, like young Tommy Lee Jones. And um, while he's at home one day, um, these like these criminals basically go into his house and they ask him like where the money is and they like try to like torture him and but he's been used to like the torture of like being in a prisoner camp so like it's mm. nothing he's not giving him anything um so like chop his arm off but his fucking his uh fucking family comes back right and the kid's like oh i'll tell you is if you don't hurt my dad tells him where the money is just fucking straight up murders the, the son and the wife right now we're ready for a fucking revenge tale 
where he has a hook for a hand and a fucking shotgun <laughs> and he's gonna seek down the guys that killed his family and took everything from him. It is awesome. It is so It sounds awesome. wild. That it sounds is, amazing. Yeah, it's awesome, um, man. And, and you know it's written by this weekend. It's written by Paul Schrader, and funny enough, it's got oh, really? a lot of like stuff that you see in Taxi Driver. Like there's stuff like him doing press ups and like him like flashing back to him in like Nam and stuff. Um, okay. Yeah, it's uh it's it's really awesome, um, especially for the time as well. It's got it's got a really cool kind of like couple of shootouts in it. Um, okay, okay, you know what? Try and harangue me to watch it before we go to the next Full Fat podcast, where good. I think we'll be reviewing M Night Shyamalan's Old and uh, probably Snake Eyes, which has not yep. got a good write up from anyone. <laughs> but we're so excited. <laughs> yeah, like we weren't excited or interested in any way until people started saying that the action is some of the worst they've ever seen, and now yeah. I really want to see it. <laughs> I'm intrigued. I'm so intrigued. The trailers you were saying, Charles, weren't you? Like they're quick cutting away from all the action, and it's a, it's, a, it's, a, it's a pattern with all the trailers. So that says to me that it, it, it's a mess in the edit. Yeah, it's just a shame. Uh, I can't wait. Anyway, less than a minute. So this has been the Full Fat Podcast. It's a brief one this week, but we're lokiless. We'll hit you back next week with a few new releases. And, uh, yeah, follow us on all the social media links that are on this video version you're obviously watching. Are you listening on audio? Go over to the video version. Um. (laughs) (laughs) Audio is so 2020. Audio is so last week. No, no, if you're still listening on audio, please do. Please do. I I need your validation on a constant basis. (laughs)